Last night, people protesting in not letting people talk to about your power. How do we build a movement that allows us to respond to all the names that people don't know? That's the problem. We're not angry enough. This is Life After the Impact, a podcast for impacted families by impacted families. The focus is on what happens after the media, the lawyers, and the activists are gone. When the cameras are gone, people leave. We have to beat up for each other. Impacted families are left to face the loss of a loved one to police-sponsored violence. We will focus on their continued fight for justice. I thought families, you know, fight everybody can be seen. That you don't have to turn home and feel helpless and hopeless. We gotta stop loud people talking about our power. That's the main thing. Can't change overnight. But we got a short time. We have to just wait down here and start here. We didn't. Everybody is getting the the scripted narrative. I feared for my life. Y'all need to stop that lie. That is the biggest lie. You did not fear for your life. How do you think our loved ones felt seeing a barrel, a gun barrel, in their face? Yeah. or send a mask on their chest. You don't think they fear for their life? And wonder, what did I do? What did I do, you know? So, so you need to stop that false narrative of I fear for my life because you had all the firepower around your waist, the guns, the handcuffs, the mace, everything. So how are you going to fear for your life? And then you got a gun pointed at you know, our children. That's right. That's so right. That, that's, that's a lie. You need to stop that lie. And my thing, really, I'm going to tell y'all um, what the number one thing that I would love to see happen is for them to abolish qualified immunity. Mm. Yes. Protecting yes. these police officers. That's right. Stop That's protecting right. these police officers. That's right. If we That's can right. get that, abolish that qualified immunity, they'll stop what they're doing. That's right. We'll be able Absolutely. to receive that justice and get that accountability. So we that is right. Abolish qualified immunity. Abolish qualified immunity, guys. Good evening. Good evening. And once again, my name is Latoya Benson. I am the mother of Xavier Hill, and this is another evening of a life after the impact. Xavier was killed by two Virginia State Troopers on January the 9th, 2021. Normally, I will have Roxanne here with me tonight uh, to join alongside, but tonight I'm joined by the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Swan. If you want to go ahead and give an intro of yourself, please. Um, yes, and thank you so much for having me. Um, so I am the sister of Tyrone West, and literally my brother was murdered 10 years ago. So for 500, and tomorrow will be 524 weeks. So for 524 weeks, 3,667 days, my family, my supporters, myself has been fighting for accountability for my brother, one unarmed man that was brutally murdered in Baltimore City, beat to death by 17 unhinged 
Killer Cox. You said 17, Tawanda? 17, yes, ma'am. 17, 17. So, Wanda, just real fast, uh, give an audience a little brief uh, backdrop of what happened to your brother, please. Yes, ma'am. So, literally on July 18, 2013, something that started off as a beautiful day turned quickly into a nightmare. Literally, my brother had went to work that day and I had just purchased uh, a Mercedes Benz, didn't have it for like three months, but literally I thought it would be a safe haven for my brother who worked, you know, to borrow my vehicle type of thing, take me to work because I'm a teacher. I teach all year round, still at the same job now, but long story short, just to dive into what happened on July the 18th, 2013, literally my brother picked me up from work. We were having a conversation where as though we would always spend moments together, either he would come to my house and I would cook a meal, vice versa. This day was kind of hot. So we both decided and agreed that we would go to a local restaurant. So as we're there getting our meals, ordering them and whatnot, he gets a phone call from an acquaintance that he barely knew. He didn't even know this lady for like less than three months, but she was in need of a ride because she was trying to get home. She said she was stranded at her mom's house and she just literally needed a ride. So he asked me, sis, do you mind if I go and grab, you know, go get her real quick? Because I don't want to see any queen just left to the side and something can happen to her. And I was like, sure, as long as you pick up your niece, you know, at the time, my oldest daughter was literally a teenager and she was working at McDonald's. So I'm like, as long as you pick your niece up, you can go and do whatever you got to do. So long story short, he left me at exactly 630. And within a half an hour, my brother is brutally beat to death by repeat violent offenders. And let's be crystal clear, the first two unhinged maniacs. Killer Ruiz and Killer Chapman. They were the first two in an unmarked car to say my brother was driving too slow towards a stop sign. But literally, they pulled them out by his dreadlocks and the massive, horrible beating began. And the saddest part, 24 hours before, there was Darrell Hurst literally two blocks over, almost killed by these same unhinged cops. And literally two weeks before that, there was my brother Abdul Salam, who I met through the struggle and I wouldn't wish nobody into this family, but literally he's a resident of that community. And he was almost killed with his baby in the back seat by these two um, unhinged Yes, I'm sorry. Wow, wow. I'm yeah. not by the same police? By the same exact two killer cops, Ruiz and Chapman. But I guess they still had blood thirst on their hand. And so literally my brother being unsuspected, you know, he's in a Mercedes Benz, black young guy, only 44 years old. They decide to pull him over, start beating him to death. Literally, literally. I mean, witnesses say my brother died worse was Trayvon Martin help. Wow. And they let, and I, and I must add at the end of it, one of the, um, well, two of the maniacs, the, of the of the 17, there were 15 city cops and there were two cops from Morgan State University, David Lewis and his other killer maniac partner. They, because when you get a signal 13, anyone in the surrounding, off, you know, any officer in the surrounding neighborhoods can come to that call. And literally he crashed up the Morgan State University car, David Lewis, just to come a 340 pound man to come set and put his knee in my brother neck. We saw what happened to George Floyd, but yeah. to literally know my brother was like 
George Floyd before it even happened with a man, a maniac, kneeling in my brother's neck until he, after he done got beat with batons, open fists by big men and women. Like they really murdered my brother. So out of these 17 officers, what, any of these officers didn't die out of 17? How, how, I'm just still stuck at 17 officers on one person. Did any of them all get indicted? No, nothing happened. Like literally, so when you have a prosecutor, and then I'm glad you guys touched on a piece about qualified immunity. So when yeah. you got a prosecutor that gives them qualified immunity before you even hear the facts of the case, and then he easily tried to send the families down a one road street to a payoff settlement, as if blood yep. money can yep. stop us from fighting. So we see the point that I'm like, first of all, you're not going to kill my brother yep. and then leave his kids abandoned and stranded. You, oh, you're not doing us a favor by taking care of his damn kids. Let's be crystal clear. But you're not going to silence me in the process. So I literally have to take my name completely off my brother's case. I represented them for like maybe five years and put money and I got my brother's body exempt because they're literally, and then this is such a conspiracy that it wasn't even a 17 cops that did the murder it was everybody and to like the cover-up we had the david who testified that's right he lied in my brother case and said my brother pretty much died of dehydration and a bad heart which he always do all he's been doing this for decades anybody killed in police um, restraint or in custody death he always literally lies to get the cops off he's been doing this a history he has a history of doing this. Yes, ma'am. Yes. He's still on the force. Oh, no. So literally, he's at the medical examiner's office, but he actually got the nerve to, they let him pretty much resign, but he's actually an expert witness, and that's how he came to- In other support. cases? Yeah, in other cases. That's how wow. he do it. See, I, and I think that's what people got to stop paying attention at, right? A mm -hmm. lot of times, we as families, we'll kind of like, you know, we'll focus on just like one case, you know what I mean? We got to focus on all the cases because you can't fight the system when they're using the same expert witness and all these cases, right? And if you have that same exact person, so that same thing keeps happening over and over and over and over again. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And that's and that's the whole point. And that's literally why West Ramsey was born. Like literally, I said we've been fighting for 3,667 days. Literally, that first week when pretty much when my brother was murdered, had it not been for the grace of God, I didn't get that phone call no one wanted to get. I got pain in my body. I got like, it felt like somebody broke my neck. If I could describe the pain, it felt like my, I felt pain on the left side of my body. I fell yeah. on the floor, thought I needed medical treatment. And then shortly, three hours later or two hours later, I'm sorry, a few hours later, I saw on the 10 o'clock news, my car in the middle of the street and my dead brother's body laying on a gurney. Well, witnesses oh saw this saying he didn't deserve that. So it's just, it's sad, it's disgusting. So, Tawanda, let's move forward a little bit. So, you mentioned on West Wednesdays. Have you been doing West Wednesdays since the Wednesday after it happened? Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was yeah. Yes, ma'am. So, literally, like I said, I didn't get that call. So, the very next day, which was a Thursday, I'm sorry, he was killed on a Thursday. But the very next day, which was a Friday, we were chasing people down, trying to get answers, things of that nature. Dave was like giving us the dog and pony show. So immediately I'm like, you know what? 
let's wait to the middle of the week next Wednesday and we'll go to these people that should be coming to us. And that's how West Wednesday was created. Now, um, Mel, if you don't mind, I'm not sure if you have the link or not. Can you put on online um, where people can find uh, West Wednesdays? At? I've been on West Wednesdays myself uh, when <laughs> David was killed. So one of me and her made connection uh, to the point in time. Uh, again, you guys are talking about all this time, how the resources are out here. You have other family members who are turning their, their I would say, uh, some people like to say, what is it, uh, pain and the passion or progress? Mm -hmm. I like to say progress because it's not a passion that everybody wants to have to have to do this every single day. You know, mm -hmm. you want to have to, but it, it is a progression we have to do. And this is what she's using. Uh, she's created West Wednesdays, which is on every Wednesday. So, Wanda, what time was it on on Wednesday? What time you said? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we start at approximately seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. That's Eastern Standard Time. Well, Eastern we Standard Time on YouTube, right? Yes, like yes, YouTube, Facebook Live. Because now, thank goodness, we're back out in the streets because of the pandemic. We had right. to start our own West Wednesday podcast, and they can follow that online hashtag West Wednesday, and you'll be able to see it on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all that. Yes. Awesome. Now tell me what, what is going on now recently with your case. I know you said you had some news recently. Of, uh, keep in mind, y'all, I just want you to realize what she said. Uh, Tawana, how many days has it been again since you guys been fighting? Yes, it's been 3,667 days today. Of what does that convert into like months and years? Yeah, so that is converted to 524 weeks tomorrow, and that's 10 years. 10 years. So a lot of times um, we as families, we get discouraged, right? Because yeah. when we say, you know, that's a long time. That's a long fight. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times if you don't hear something tomorrow and you might send a letter to the, to the governor's office and you think, you know, hey, call me next week. We might not call you next week. That don't mean you give up. You know, right. you got to be persistent and consistent in the fight. She's been fighting for 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. And I know she has some good news. She can tell us today. As far as Tyrone's case, so you want to go on and tell us, please? Um, yeah, so pretty much, um, well, it started like pretty much uh, a week or two ago that our um, state's attorney um, pretty much had sent the um, AG's office a letter saying that, you know, because I was able to give him the new evidence, which, mind you, it's not even new evidence. I gave Marilyn Mosey this evidence when it was, when it was, you know, when she was in office, she left mm -hmm. it on her desk, left us abandoned, never um, communicated back to say what mm. she was going to do, what she wasn't doing. Then the evidence is missing. So mm. it makes me feel like you took my evidence to prepare these killer cops. Because meanwhile, right. one right. of the cops that murdered my, one of the first ones, Keller Ruiz, he pretty much is married to Michelle Battle in the prosecutor's office. So what you did, what you gave Michelle Battle, my file? That's wow. what you did. Ain't nobody stupid. Wow. But corruption yeah, so, so, so the new news is so last week, like a two weeks ago, um Ivan Bates pretty much said that um he was gonna hand all the new information. There was a conflict of interest on his end to pretty much um do the case, but he said he was referring it to the AG's office. And you know, I got excited. I'm like, yeah, but then now it's like the, today, um, the new news is the Washington Post just reported that, uh, um, you know, the AG's office is pretty much 
kind of conflicting. So that kind of going to meet back and forth right now to see who's going to handle how it's going to be done. But just like I told them, I'm grateful that both of them are even talking about my brother. But meanwhile, my right. brother still That's dead right. in the ground 10 years later with no accountability. That's right. That's so right. I have time for poly politicians to be playing football with my brother, Case Tossing That's over here. I need somebody to knock that thing all the way out the field. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. These puppetitions out here. Gosh. That's it. That's it. So, like I said, I'm not going to take anything from this conversation tonight, you all. Again, like I said, it's about being consistent. Uh, like she said, it's not about, um, even she knows herself, you know, they could be out here, they're going to keep going back and forth. It's not going to stop her family or anybody else from still pushing forward to get accountability for Tyrone. Uh, one more time, Melissa, if you don't mind, please put on the screen uh, who Tyrone West was. It's really important to put a name uh, with the face so that they can to know who we are fighting for. If y'all haven't taken nothing from tonight, please, please, please line. You don't get up and fight. You know, just because I tell you no one time does not mean you go in the house. I mean, you can take a little blow. I, we get it. Take a blow, take a break, dust it off. But you get back up and you keep fighting. Ten years, and I've heard some families, they're going to say, I fought longer than that, and that's good. Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. So, Juan, I thank you so much for talking with us tonight. Um, Y'all, also tonight, tomorrow is Wednesday. She said as well, uh, West Wednesday. What's the time from again, Tawanda? Yeah, so the time we will be in person, but we'll be live on my Facebook, on my brother's page, Justice for Tyrone West, on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, hashtag West Wednesday, but we'll be live at 7 p.m., but we'll be um, on Green Mile and 33rd in Baltimore. The reason why we picked that intersection, because that's a big, busy intersection where people come to and from. And we I might come out tomorrow. You have Baltimore tomorrow? Oh, cool. Well, I might have to pull up on you tomorrow. Pull up. Pull I might up. have to pull, pull up, up tomorrow. Thing. Yeah, I might be a special guest tomorrow on West Wednesdays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and if you ain't doing nothing Thursday, come out because um, one of my sisters has, is, she did a book and it's called They Killed Freddie Gray. I'm going to be at Red Hammers. That's on Greenmount. That's going to be Thursday. So I'm okay. definitely going to be there part of the panel that's talking about, and it's unfortunate we had the uprise with Freddie Gray, and it's sad that they focus on national names only, but literally my brother was murdered, Anthony Anderson was murdered, the list goes on, like, we have too many names, we still fight for mm -hmm. Timothy Flemings, we fight for all the victims of police brutality and murder. And that's what it is again. You said it's all the victims, yo. Oh, it's not just one person. Not you know, you got to leave your own backyard, right? This fight goes yeah. way beyond that. So mm -hmm. that's what the main thing is. So I'm going to see you tomorrow or Thursday. I promise you that. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward, Queen. You know, I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'm going to see you definitely, you all. So please log in tomorrow for West Wednesdays. You can find her on Facebook Live, also on YouTube as well. Just like, uh, like the impact, the episodes that she has had previously, they're on there as well. You can go on there. You can learn from as as different cases that she has been fighting for. Um, and not just cases, too. I know you talk about qualified immunity also as far as the podcast is concerned. These podcasts are meant for learning resources all the way around. Uh, Tawana, I thank you so much for talking with me tonight. You all, uh, you guys have a good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Good night.
No, it's setting precedents for other cases that are behind these cases. So you can prove a point. So it's very important her family sat in a fight and is stuck in a fight. So we realize that you can't you can be called on immunity. You gotta stick in a fight. You gotta be persistent and consistent in order to, to be called on immunity. Your, your family actually did you guys did it. Yeah, and, and exactly what you're saying. Also, you know, it's there's so many families that are going to experience those times when they're trying to force us to take a settlement, force us to mm -hmm. do, drop it, scare us out of it. That. It's happening so much, you know, yeah. and I understand it's a scary place for families to be. I knew with my brother's case specifically and the evidence we have, once it's actually pulled out, you know, you'd it's it's there. They right. The whole world Yes. It, and, and, you know, I feel bad for families. It's, we don't have the evidence if we don't have the videos if there were no witnesses i'm thankful that we eventually you know it took years to get what we got but i am thankful that we know the truth because it's what i always knew but i didn't have the physical evidence and now we do so i tell families you know fight fight it 